Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Saturday Night Nirvana. Uh, guys, I know a lot of people have been asking me, how can you not doing this on Saturday night? Schedule really hasn't has really prevented me from streaming on Saturdays, but we are here Sundays. Um, we also will do this audio-wise. <laughs> <laughs> audio as well over all our podcast places. Um, we're on Anchor right now, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, Spotify. We're pretty much on all the podcast platforms. So if you miss the live stream, you'll catch the same stream on those platforms also. All right, let me welcome in my team with me tonight. First, we bring in my co-host, Shaw. Shaw, how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you good, sir? Doing pretty good, can't complain, can't complain. And next to Shaw is my buddy from the Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast. Josh, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good, sir. Glad to be here, glad to be here. He is the host and he is, he is the creator of that show. He is the person who started it. So glad, glad you could be here tonight. All right, gentlemen, what have we been, what have we been doing this week? What have we been up to in our personal lives this week? Dude, you know. Oh, go ahead, Chalk. Go ahead. Oh, no. But well, go ahead, please, please. No, go you're, ahead. Good. you're good. You're the, you're the co-host. You go first. <laughs> Me personally, everything, same old, same old. I've gone into watching um, Naruto from the beginning. I have a lot of that that I haven't actually seen, and that's really it. I mean, same old, same old. How about you, good sir? Man, it's just been busy. Uh, as Will knows, we launched our tournament this week on the Paradigm Shift. It's been crazy. I'm excited for it. Uh, show's glow, growing slowly but surely, and then just working a lot. And let them know, let them know Josh, what, what can they, all the wrestling fans that they're working and watch the Paradigm Shift podcast? Oh, I think I lost Josh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it looks like it froze. It froze up. Oh man, Josh. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move on then. Josh, 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 Josh. Okay. Let me hit him up in the chat real quick. All right. <clears throat> Hopefully, he'll be back in soon. Yeah, I'll probably go back in and go back out. We'll go ahead and yeah. for right now. All right, this is two of us right now. Hopefully, we'll get Josh back soon. <clears throat> Let me see if I can. Yeah, okay. All right, I, I let him know what's going on. So, hopefully, he'll be back with us. All right, man, you are the driver of this bus. Uh, I watched everything this week with the exception of Doom Patrol, which was the season finale. Yep, season finale. So <clears throat> go ahead and take us through what we got on deck first. All right, so first off, the finale of Doom Patrol, the least interesting of the three shows this week. The finale, we have the group going to some carnival to go and save Dorothy. Unfortunately, they have to face their um, imaginary friends. Imaginary friends. Yeah. Larry didn't have one, so he just gets engulfed in um wax. Jane just passes out, and well, not Jane, um Miranda gets passes out, and we find out that is not the real Miranda. So we'll see what's happening with that later. Who that really is, what her thing is. Let's see, Cliff's imaginary friend was Jesus, who proceeds to whoop his ass, and Cyborg's imaginary friend is um. Was um his father as a cowboy, a little weird. 
And um, Rita's imaginary friend was some sort of paper figure, something filled with like some some actors or something. Yeah, it was weird. Whatever. They all wind up in wax. Dorothy decides to go and face the wax thingy by herself, and that's how the series ends, or the season ends. I mean, all in all, I didn't really like the season. Like first season was definitely better. I mean. I only cared about Jane and um, Cliff. Everybody else was like, whatever. I yeah, agree. Th- there was some, yeah, there was some good, good episodes here and there. Just it wasn't as good as season one, in my opinion. What do you guys think? If you guys have seen it, yeah, what do you guys think? Doom Patrol is just weird, man. It's weird in a good way, but it's still weird, and it, it, it might not catch everyone's fancy. Um, it's just I don't know if you, I don't know if Josh has a D. Do you have a DC Universe subscription, Josh? I do not. I'm not, I'm not let you use um, mine so you can get caught up on everything. But yeah, Doom Patrol is weird. It's just completely. That's I've heard. I've heard that it's very strange. I've heard some people talk about it. I'm not caught at any of it, but I heard it's very weird. Very weird. Very weird. You have to kind of be. You kind of have to be out there in order to get it. But it's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> now we see where it goes. Because it looks like with it ending there, Stargirl moving over eventually once that's done over to CW. So you can assume that means what? Shot HBO Max? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's airing there now. Slightly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So more than likely HBO Max. So, ah, oh, man. It's going to stay the same. They, they'll probably keep the same cast, same production crew, same directors, stuff like that. So I don't think it's going to change much. You don't have to worry about it as much as you have to worry about Stargirl on CW. True. Very true. So. Oh, this, this season was a little short, so I don't know what they're going to do, like, number of episode wise next season. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what we got next on the, what we got next on the, on the plate, Sean? Right. Next up, we got the pen ultimate episode of Stargirl. Let's see. Um, Courtney and her mother get attacked by Tigress. They defeat her through some bullshit. Um, Pat and her and Pat and his son fight on um, Sportsmaster. He gets a couple of good shots, but you know, again, bullshit. They all go to this cabin in the woods, which is not a cabin, it was a freaking house. That's was like three stories. Like that's like a multi-million dollar place there. I mean, seriously, that, there's no way they can afford that. Let's see, um, they get there, the rest of JSA gets there, Shining Knight gets there, they hang out, try to figure things out. They find out the JSI's, you know, big plan to use some to use um brainwave's powers with some device to mind control people. At first it seemed like it was gonna be good because it was, you know, helping things, global warming and all that. Then they find out that everyone underneath a certain age is gonna die from it. So they go to try to stop them, thinking they have like 30 minutes. Only to find that's 30 minutes when Brainwave is done. So when they get there, Pat is getting mind controlled, everyone else is getting mind controlled, and that's how the episode ends. Next week, we're going to have a two-hour season finale. We will see what happens when it happens. It's going to air on Tuesday, I believe. It's going to be on DC Universe on Monday. So if you have DC Universe, you get to see it a day early. Yeah, all in all, you know, it was a slower episode, but it was good. Some good action and everything. What you guys think? Did you enjoy it? It's getting to the point that I think the 
it's sort of kind of getting the agent of shield type of treatment, particularly with this mind control stuff. Isn't this scenario a little too big to handle for a teenager? I mean, the star girl of what in in the show? 15, 16? Yeah, around there, around there. Probably yeah, around, around there. Around age, and she's supposed to deal with issues with mind control and things of that nature. It 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 just doesn't seem real realistic to me as far as she goes. <clears throat> That's another thing you brought it up earlier. Um the way they beat Tigress like that. What did she learn? She she couldn't fight at the beginning of the episode. Then all of a sudden, she becomes a badass? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. But, but, it, but it's a lot better than Bat... It's a lot better than Batwoman. So... Everything's a lot better you, than Batwoman. What do you think of the recast of Batgirl? What do you think of the new girl? Uh, the the new girl for about for about woman. I'm happy with her. I know a lot of people aren't, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the new girl. Um, Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. We'll see. I'm still the I'm still of the the mindset that you don't have to be gay to play a gay character. I'm still under that mindset. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just the way I see it. You know. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be LBGTQ to play that character. So, I I do understand though where they want someone who is to play that character. Not so much. Okay, I I not so much with gay. Like, I I get where you're coming from from that. Like anybody can play gay. I think where they really get it is when they start to see non-trans people playing trans people. Gotcha. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like when you hear a story of African American descent, and then the movies whitewash it. You right. hate that. It's yeah. bullshit. As an LGBTQ man, like it, and I agree with you to an extent. Like gay, anybody can play gay. Anybody can play straight. It's when you get into trans and stuff like that, and you get a cis man playing a trans man. Yeah. Another thing too, um, they don't come in to find out. They, they they look, they want the money to stay within their community. They want they they want they want that also. And not much I can get. So maybe that's the reason why they're throwing some a little bit of hate toward on the new chick. But I think it'll all work out, man. I, I really think so. I think that will take over. But if the writing doesn't get any better, I don't care who you put in that role. If that writing stays the same, the show's not changing. The show is not changing. All right, y'all, what we got next on deck? All right, last up, we got the penultimate episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And this is a pretty big one. So, Gemini gets ca- gets them captured. They go into her mind to try to find the location of Fitz. We finally get to see Fitz in a flashback. Mm-hmm. Currently, there are some blood tests between the two of them. One of them is like dying or something, maybe Alzheimer's or something like that. I'm thinking it's Alzheimer's. I'm thinking that Gemma has Alzheimer's or something like that. So I'm thinking. As a backup plan for everything, the, the thing in the back of Gemma's pet neck made it that she would completely forget Fitz at all, completely. So in the end of the episode, we see her forget. Now, um, Daisy, after talking to um, Cora, Decides to go and try to save Gemma. She gets help from um, Sosa and um, um, I think the dude's real name. Um, 
what the hell is his character's name? Um, Mac. Mac. Yeah. Yeah. They go up, try to save it. Um, Mac and Sosa have a conversation about how, you know, um, they're into each other. Not, not the two of them. Daisy and Sosa. Some nice stuff. There. They figure out what the plan is, which is for them to, the bad guys to call for the Chronicons to come to Earth and destroy all the shield bases, which they actually do at the end of the episode. All the shield bases are gone. The Crystallian, all of them are gone. And that's everything. Um, What's her name? Finds out that her mother is dead, that she was killed by this dude, and maybe working with them now. So we'll, we'll see moving forward. So next next week, Wednesday, we got a two-parter, two episodes, full night, start from 9, ends at 11. Yeah. Good. What do you guys think about it? <clears throat> First of all, make me realize I need to start watching S.H.I.E.L.D. again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where'd you stop? The first season? Second season? I've watched the, the first two seasons. And then I was trying to do it because there's a way that you can watch all the movies and all the shows together. And I was trying to do it like that. Anybody who's trying to do that, you better have some hours because that is hard. Yes. Yes. But uh, I want to dive back into The Shield because I really enjoy the show. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be, it'll be a whole lot different when you jump back into it, too. Because you're going you're gonna to start off with season three. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. As far as my opinion of it goes, I think it was, I think it was a good episode. I think Fitz is dead, to be honest with you. I, I know I'm in the minority, but I think Fitz is dead. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, it's a possibility, but I think it's less of a possibility with the whole memory thing that happened. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and we I, love Joss again. I love the fact that they, oh, man, I love the fact that they, let me see if I can. Hold on one second. Sorry, I'm telling you, my laptop died, and so I was on my phone, and I moved back to my laptop. You're good, you're good. Um, Hold on one second, let me see, where, I'll keep it there. Okay, now, I do like the fact that Daisy finally has a love interest, I do like that. She's been by herself a little bit too long. Um, yeah. But like I said before, Fitz, I think Fitz is dead. I don't know if Colson and May ever get back together. I mean, how can you live life with an Ellen? I mean, I don't I mean, know. It's a little bit of an odd situation because he's a robot and she has no emotions. So right. it's a little weird though. Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't, know how that, I don't know how that can continue one of those circumstances. Uh, I said before, I think he's going to be deactivated at the end of the day. Um, but I really like I really like what they're doing. Over, I really like what they're doing over there. They're bringing it the last season. They're really bringing it. Um I'm, I'm, I'm gonna miss that cast. And now they're up and talking about a rumor going around saying they're gonna do Agents of Sword. Yeah, I heard about that. That would be awesome. So look when I might not be in the same continuity or the original, we'll see. See, when I think of Agents of Sword, I think the old I, I think of Captain Marvel and Brie Larson. And y'all know I can't stand Brie Larson, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I can't Brie stand Larson, who you hate more. Well, Brie Larson or Mercedes Martinez. Oh, oh, Brie Larson all day, all day, all day. Yeah, I, I just don't like Mercedes because I think she was the most protective person in on the indie circuit. Yeah. 
Yeah, she she was so protective. Dude, with dude, I've been watching her on NXT, and you're correct. She's getting it again in NXT. Yeah. Like yeah. just they're looking out for. There's nothing organic or generic there out of her. They're looking out. But Brie, man, I can't stand Brie. I can't stand her. I can't take it. And people say I'm wrong. It's not her. It's not her. It's the way. Um, things are going over her her um relationship with Marvel. That's why she asked the way she did. I don't care. I'm just waiting for the day Rogue comes in. That's what I'm waiting for. Mm. I'm waiting for when Rogue comes in and take those powers to just finish her off. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. That's exactly what I'm waiting for. And if I get that, if, if I get that within my lifetime on the big screen, I am a happy camper. I am a happy camper. I'll be doing. I'll be doing backflips. Jumping jacks and everything. The rest of the movie can suck. If that part happens, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Man, I can't stand her. All right, well, what we got next in terms of news and topics? All right, so let's go to some news. Okay. First up, we got the beginning of the ad campaign for next season of The Flash, which is a poster of Iris... Fucking West. <laughs> fucking why? Don't do Candace like that. Don't do Candace Patton like that. Come on. Say, don't be, like don't be hurt, hating on my boo. I like Candace. I like Candace. It's just that why is she starting off the damn thing, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, there's all these, you know, why not the Flash, you know? And right. I have him at, you know? Right. Right, but you can, have, thing, you can say the same thing. You can say the same thing as Supergirl because they, they got it. They got not Supergirl Dreamer. At least that makes a little more sense though, because she's actually you know a superhero and shit. You know, so that That's makes true. a little bit more sense. You know, I like Dreamer too. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I like yeah, You okay. see her yet, Josh? Uh, which one? Dreamer from Supergirl. I have not. Oh man, I gotta show you her. You'll like her. Um, yeah. But I, I sort of kind of get oh, you. I sort of kind of get you though, because they could have had the Flash. Um, they could have had if you yeah. wanted to Wally West and Kid Flash. I mean, they could have done it yeah. several different ways. Yeah, I'm so excited for the next season. I love that show. That's a good show. Yeah. Such a good show. They did that. Grant Gustin as Flash was one of the best castings ever. Like, I love him as Flash. I'm I'm ex- I'm mad about all this shit with the Last of Man. Yeah, all the ki- the guy who was playing that, but uh, yeah. he was doing good. I liked his yeah. character in the show. That's what made me frustrated about it. Is I liked the character, but you gotta you gotta pay for things you said five years ago now. So or cancer yeah. cancer is real. Is real. Uh, and the thing I always got that gets me with this, man, people change. People change within that time, within a, a certain time span. Now, whether for the for the better or worse, you know, that's that, that's on whatever. But people do change, and it's like, yeah, it was out of it was bad taste. Um, but still, people change, man. And I get it. You have a woke. What I think it was a show a showrunner or something like that that caught those tweets. Yeah, it was. I think it was a, a runner seen it. And it's like, and I realize we're in this woke culture, but at the same point, people change, man. 
And what you knew of them five years ago, it could have changed for the better since that point. And for him to be just like that, suspension, cut pay, something. It's hard to do something like that now and for people to take it as enough. Yeah. It's it's basically what you said. If they don't get canceled or removed from whatever programming they're on, it's just never enough. Um, We've turned into this culture where you're guilty until proven innocent. And it's just it's it's not fair how many people's careers and lives are ruined over something stupid they said four years ago. Mm-hmm. The best example I can give for a company handling it well, well would be the way AEW handled Sammy Guevara's whole incident. True that. True. Yeah, that was the best handling of an incident like that. And I know we're not on that show, but it was a good handling of an incident like that. They suspended him without pay for a month. He went to sensitivity training with the Southern law firm. Like he hand, they handled it well. Now he's back on TV. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Doing his thing. Uh, Injuring Matt Hardy. And <laughs> uh, we're going to get into that on Wednesday. But yeah, that, that's exactly correct. You know, they, you know, get the guy help. If you think he's doing a good job, now you got a big hole to fill. And he's a fan favorite. And I know some people are petitioning for him to come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, man, please. <laughs> I said something five years ago. I think the, probably the most the most laughable thing I said was Scott Hall wasn't a Hall of Famer. And I said that not because of his in-ring work, but because of how he was acting, the way he was getting drunk and things of that nature. And I mm-hmm. thought character would have played a part in a WWE Hall of Fame. Well, apparently I'm wrong, but. Right, you could you could look at the fact that Trump's in the Hall of Fame to see true, that. True. Yeah. But at least Scott Hall went through the motions of changing. He found DDP. Uh, he went through everything, and he 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 actually changed his life around. And I know he's he's doing a lot of good stuff, a lot of good work with his son too. So people change, man. Yeah, I just hate to see stuff like that. I hate to see it. So, so. all right, Sean, what else we got on deck? All right, next up, we got a Sony exclusive for the PS4 Avengers. If you pre-order it on PlayStation, you get to have Spider-Man, too. Yep. Yep. I'm excited for that game. I'm really excited for that game. My son did it, and um, I was playing with on his PS4 account, and man, and I don't understand. If you go and look at the history of video games, Captain America has always been boss. And that ain't no different than on this game. Captain America, he, he's got some of the coolest moves on a fighting game I've ever seen. And that's always been the case for Captain America. And he is awesome. The game is awesome. Um, you have to, If you do the pre-order, you get to play the beta for the weekend. I think it's over the night at midnight, I think. So definitely, if you want to go ahead and get started, go ahead and do the pre-order. Get your beta. Get you a few hours in there. All right, now what else we got? All right, Captain Marvel 2 lands the Candyman director, Mia DaCosta, DaCostro. I know nothing of her, didn't see that movie, so we'll see. What do you guys think? 
that could be what it needs to be better. You could definitely bring a dark, more of a dark to that. Which in the first one, that's kind of what I felt it was missing. Captain Marvel in the comics always had this kind of little dark side, just yep. this little pull to the dark. And I felt Bree's character playing of it was too goody goody. Like they tried to put her like Superman level. The whole thing about Captain Marvel is she or he sometimes made questionable decisions. Mm-hmm. He sometimes made decisions that wouldn't necessarily be the hero decision. Um, uh, so I think that could be a good thing. You could see more of a darker Captain Marvel, more than one what we saw in the comic books. And you thought it would be a darker tone because you're dealing with the crew. And, and you didn't get that. You got all high school girl, goody goody Captain Marvel. Um, the only thing that really said that movie to me was Samuel L. Jackson. That's the only he he saved it. It wasn't great. <laughs> can Samuel L. do a movie and not like elevate it to a, at least an okay level? The man, yeah. even Deep Blue Sea, he died the first hour in the movie. Still mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, I remember that movie. I remember that movie very well, very well. But it was Samuel L. Jackson and that cat that saved Captain Marvel. <laughs> That's what it was. I mean, oh my god, because look, man, Brie wasn't all that, and, and maybe Brie worked out too much. I don't know, but you didn't really see. I thought it was kind of like you didn't say too much of her body in that movie. You maybe waist up. You got that, but you didn't get nothing else. So maybe she worked out to that movie. I don't know. Man, I'm, I'm just picking at her now. But anyway, still can't stand her. All right, let's, let's go ahead and move on. What we got left, Sean? Let's see. Olivia Swan will be back for season six of Legend Tomorrow. That's the lady that played um, Astra. So she'll mm-hmm. be back as a, a series regular. Cool. Let's see. Um, Superman and Lois will air on, will have 13 episodes, and the pilot will air on January 5th. So we got that. Rockstar Games announced a Suicide Squad video game is coming. I heard about this. The teaser image, the teaser image was of Superman. So tune in in two weeks for us to see everything once it airs on um on DC um fandom thingy. The yeah, there we'll get all the information, we'll see what's up. Maybe some gameplay. We'll see. I'm interested. It's made by the same people that did the Arkham series, so we'll Arkham see. Good. Yeah. Arkham series. I need really to see. Good. Yeah, I, I need really to see some gameplay. Some gameplay, but yeah, gameplay, and I need to see a roster. Rockstar <laughs> just made. Rockstar really doesn't make a bad video game. I just, I just played yeah. Red Dead for like the third time. Um. I man, if it's just half the game that Red Dead Two is, it's going to be amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. Um, if there's anybody that I could think that could do a great superhero game, it's got to be Rockstar. Oh, They're yeah. just so good at building story mode type games. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right, Sean, what we got left, bro? Let's see. Apparently, a discussion about doing a X-Men the animated series revival has been happening lately 
with basically is Disney's a sort decision right now. Like Disney has to choose whether they want to do it or not. So in the coming weeks, we'll see. You know, if the news happens or happens, what do y'all think about that? Bring the theme song back. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Dog on it. Yep. Or give me evolution. <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm hyped. If that happens, I'm hyped up. And, and I think it's kind of interesting too when you talk about cartoons. It's interesting we're going in like a, a loop because you saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles make a comeback. They're talking about redoing Batman, another Batman animated series. I heard a rumor about that earlier. Uh, so it's kind of funny how everything is starting to kind of loop back to what the glory times was um, earlier in the decade. So, yeah, um, I'm excited about that. And, and we were talking about two decades ago with the X-Men. I'm really happy and happy to see that. Now, my question is, who's going to be the, who's going to be on the roster? You know, Professor Xavier probably on there. Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine. But after that. Give me some freaking Nightcrawler. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Give me some Nightcrawler. And who else would I like to see? Truly, I'd just be happy with some Nightcrawler. But, God, there's just so many. The universe of X-Men has grown so exponentially with the movies and everything. Oh, yeah. was, I mean, I would love to see... Uh, Dark or dark Jean Grey, like God, you could do so much with a cartoon now because you've had so much happen in the X Men universe in the last twenty years. Like you could do so much in the X Men universe. I'm also see, excited to see them somewhat relaunch in the Marvel uni cinematic universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and Storm Storm will be back too, and, and and she's another form of discussion. They're talking about Janae, um, that singer. I can't remember her. Yeah, name. Yeah. 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 yeah, If you can't get Halle Berry back, can't get her. I would be happy with Janelle Maloney. <clears throat> we'll have to see how that goes. I know some people like it, some people don't. That's like 50 50 for some, uh, for some folks. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. My thing is, the, the, the character herself is what? Storm is like, what, 5'10? Yeah. 5'11? Monet is like 5'4. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Barry put her off at 5'5, five, 5'6. Five, five, so we'll see. We'll see. Again, maybe that right, can right. Maybe that can rule out. All right. What we got next, y'all? All right, next up, last piece of news we got. We have the Inuyasha spinoff set to debut in October 2020. Let's see, it's called Yashimi, the Prince Half Demon. So yeah, that's gonna come, we'll see what's up. I mean, there's been some pictures of it so far. You see um, Inuyasha and Kagome's son. Look interesting, have you guys seen the promos or anything? I saw a promo of it. I did see a promo of it on YouTube the other day. Um, I'm sort of excited about it. I like I said a lot of people didn't like Inuyasha. Um, I thought it was one of the all-time classics, but I know some anime lovers, particularly younger guys, who take a look at it now, um, they don't really like it because of the setting. You know, that that time in Japan, um, yeah, they, you know, they really don't care for it. But I love Inuyasha, so let's see what this does. It's also gonna be interesting too about the anime community. 
um, accepts this because some things they accept, some things they don't. Um, they accepted Radiant for the longest of time, and Radiant is terrible. Um, a lot of them love Black Clover. I can't stand Black Clover. Ooh, I couldn't make it past episode five on Black Clover. But we'll see how the anime community um, takes to it and see if some of those reviewers over there, uh, like Geek Dumb and Major Stacks, I'll see how they uh, review it and handle it. What we got next? All right. So, of the topics to discuss, hey, first, I had a piece of news that I had seen. Okay. That I think y'all would like. So, okay. I, saw, I don't know if y'all follow Doctor Who stuff, but I know this is nerddom. Yeah. So, they announced today that uh, Christopher Elkelston is coming back as the ninth doctor for an audio series for <laughs> Big Fish. Yeah. It's going to be a three part audio series. Depicting some of his stories, it'll be the first time that he's revived the Doctor in twenty years. Wow. Yeah. And I read the article. He said it's all the reception he's been getting at conventions, the love that he gets, the people's talk, bringing in memorabilia, not just from him as the Doctor, but all of his movies yep. for him to sign. Because if you, I don't know if you, anybody knows the story, but. He did not leave the show well. Like in that, he's the only doctor to only ever do one season. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, when they rebooted, he started really good with the producers, and in the time of filming that season, his relationship just destroyed. Wow! And he was burnt yeah. out. He didn't like it. He's always been against conventions because he's always believed I'm going to earn my money as an actor. I'm not right. going to do conventions. But the fans have made him realize: forget the producers. These people. These people are what it's about. This is why I do my job. So I'm super excited. Eccleston's like my second favorite doctor. Uh, I'm really excited to hear this. Um, I hope he makes an appearance in the show eventually. Because I was sad when he didn't come back for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Who's your favorite doctor? My favorite? Tenet. Okay. All the way. Okay. Okay. That's man. Just, uh. I'm sort of kind of dating myself here, but um, my fr- my favorite doctor was the original. Wow, you don't hear that often. You don't yeah. hear that often. My favorite one, man. And almost truly yeah. like real Whovians, you've got to almost look at them as two different series. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. so much changed between the two series. You almost got to look at them as two different series. Uh. But yeah, the original Doctor, the original original Doctor was probably one of the greatest of all time. Well, back yeah, then, boy, the Daleks were so funny to look at, man. That's probably why I doggone love it because every time they walked around, every time they moved around, I was just laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Doctor Who is, I love the show, but it is one of these shows that could terrify me the most. Freaking Weeping Angels, yeah. The Silence. The silence, yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm actually, I'm joking with people that I'm going to be a person that's watching the silence this year for Halloween. I'm just going to have marks all over my face. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably do a special on that. I'm going to get you and my sister on because you and my sister have watched, I think, all of it from beginning to end. I'm I'm in Matt Smith era now trying to get through it. I, I really want to get to the new episodes with the dirt girl doctor. I got out of it. It's so hard to find, Sean. If you don't have it, like, it's hard to find on streaming. 
luckily the one thing that saved me now is I've got a VPN so I can hook up to UK Netflix. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime has a lot of it. They do? Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah. okay. It's having on like the last two seasons, I think. They have everything leading up. They don't have they have some of the classic series, not all of it, but they do have all of the new who. So like from Eggleston up until I believe Capaldi, I think. Okay. Capaldi, yeah, I think they have Capaldi's last season. Capaldi was such an amazing doctor. So yeah. different than any other. Just so dry, so amazing. Um, but I heard the the girl was killing it. I heard she's doing awesome. That's my sister. Well, that depends on who your accent. It depends on who your accent. Because, I mean, put it this way. I was afraid to watch the rest of the season because I was afraid I was going to quit on it. <laughs> Literally. I saw the first few episodes of the, of the last season. I was afraid to watch any of the last episodes. It wasn't until the season ended that I started watching, and it got back a little bit of leeway for me with um, a specific episode that you'll know when you see it. But other than that, I was like, and the ending, there's a certain thing that happened at the very end where they completely fuck up the doctor <laughs> and, and, the, the, and the history of the doctor. Like, canon is thrown away. It makes no sense. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot well, of stuff. One thing that who has proven over and over again is they can do that. They can do those crazy things. And then in the next season, for somehow, some way, they pull it all back together. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. With this is this series with the, with the female doctor and um, um, Chipman, whatever his name is, the showrunner. What he's been doing is not giving a shit about continuity, not giving a shit about the past at all. He freaking killed off T um, Torchwood and, and um, and um, and units in the beginning of the episode off fucking screen. But that means but that brings up a good question though because in order to have a show, you need to stick. I'm a stickler for canon myself. Um, you know me, I'll tell you in a heartbeat, don't change anything that's part of the source material. Now, if it's gonna be something new, that's different. But do you with Doctor Who with the way that's scripted out? I don't think you necessarily have to stick the canon like that. You don't just the way that they jump around and they tend to move around in stories. The continuity isn't necessarily hold, but I agree with you, Shaw, in the fact that there is a Bible to that show, a very strict Bible to that show. That some things are just locked in, and if you go against that, you are going to have Whovians go crazy. Because yeah. I don't you I, see I, the episode, the episode entitled "Timeless Child." Once you see that episode, you will know. I mean, I'm a now the last season, Timeless Child, you will know. <laughs> There's some up amounts of bullshit. You will see. Y'all think I'm I get where he's coming from, too, because it's not, even that, it's not even that it just changes stuff. It's that it clearly ignores things that make, it makes no sense. You'll see. You'll see. Like I don't think I can tell you things like this, things like this, things like this. The doctor, not a time lord anymore. But not a guy with friends. <laughs> you see it? Exactly. 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 And that's just the beginning of it. 
That's just the beginning of the bullshit. I don't even know what's going on. My brain hurt. How is that possible? That is the beginning of the bullshit. See? See? Things like that I agree with you on. Because that's, again, in the Doctor Who Bible of the show, that's something you can't change. He is a Time Lord. Right. And they've done that well. I mean, they've, they've made a show where it can literally go on forever because you can always oh, recreate okay, okay. the doctor. And let's just say the numbers don't make don't matter anymore. The first doctor, not the first anymore. What? Yes. See that uh, that frustrates me. I okay. So I'm an Aaron Sorkin fan. Aaron Sorkin is known for not really using any type of continuity. He doesn't really keep a Bible on his shows. Like, things can change constantly. But it's little things. It's like a character that had a sibling no longer has a sibling. Big things like that drive me. Oh. Now, yeah. sure, you got me wondering if I want to go watch the next, the final season. Y'all, y'all think I'm bad about Bree Boy. Doctor Who is a show that. I did not watch it. My wife got me into it. So it has a very big meaning to me in far as our relationship. But that show is so different. If you're not a doc- if you've never watched Doctor Who, please go watch it because it's so different than any show you will ever watch in the sheer fact that it had a 25-year history that they brought it was gone for 20 years. They brought it back and they did it so well. They honored the old show while still making it new for all the new fans and and rebirthed, brought it back to a huge popularity. And I'm sorry, they've built something over the last 10 years. It's amazing. The shows are amazing. Tenet was amazing. Matt Smith was amazing. Capaldi was amazing. They've always picked good doctors. I do want to see the first black doctor. I want to see that happen. That'd be awesome. <laughs> And uh, well, let's don't say the <laughs> Remember when I said that that uh, that Williams isn't the first anymore? What? It, more to the story, though. More to the story. Yeah. Don't ruin it for him. Don't ruin it for him. Don't ruin it for him. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, the person is introduced in a very good episode. Some that brings certain things back that gives them just enough credibility that I was willing to see the rest of the season. And this, and this to me is amazing. Consider how the show got its start on BBC. And I mean, it's it's amazing show. I'm ex- again, I'm super excited to bring him back, Eccleston, as the Ninth Doctor for some audio. It's gonna be awesome. And hopefully, Shaw, maybe they save it. You know Doctor Who can. They've had some crappy seasons before where, and then at the last two episodes, you're like, okay. (laughs) So you just never know with Who writers. And it's just like we said, it's just such a large, large thing. It's... It's hard to keep track of all the history and then keep online with it. But how is First Doctor not the First Doctor? <laughs> Want me to tell you? Want me to answer that? 
No, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. What I've said, what I've said so far, that's just a small amount of the bullshit. <laughs> uh, it gets worse. Okay, answer me this, John, and then we'll move on. Do I need to stop after Capaldi? Give it a chance. Okay. See if you like it. If you don't like it during season one, then jump to season two, but there's a couple of episodes you might want to see. Yeah, so what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? How you been? Doing good. Long time no here, bro. I know, man. We've been supposed to have got together numerous occasions. Just ain't never happened. Uh, you know, tough times. Tough times we're living in right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're here now. We're here now. Um, what you been watching, Gene, nerd-wise? What you been watching lately? You said nerd-wise? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I don't know if it, a couple of shows that I have been watching are, are nerd wise. I think uh, I, I don't consider The Walking Dead nerd wise. I, mean, <laughs> I would say that it, that's in uh, in that. It's in a house. Yeah. If it's if it's if it's it's a comic book. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's a comic yep. book. Yep, yep. It's. But other than that, it's like I don't know. See, I, I I'm I'm different because I. I Zombie stuff. I've seen it once too many times. Um, I've never really gotten into the comic book or the show. Josh Shaw, you guys following the show at all? Have you followed the show? Nah, I watched the that first the shit out of me. That shit bores the shit out of me. <laughs> it, I watched the first season trying to get into it because everybody talks so highly about it. Yeah. It just never grabs me. And I love Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus is one of my favorite actors of all time. I think he's amazing. But I don't know. The show just doesn't ever like pull me in. And everybody's like, you gotta give it more. I was like, I watched the whole season. <laughs> how much more did, how much more I gotta give? Gee, you been watching it since day one? Huh? Well, I've 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 actually watched from season one to season ten. So wow. um you stuck with it. Yeah, but but I'm going to admit, like, because I think the first season was 2010, I think, or, yeah, 2010. Mm-hmm. So the first the first four or five episodes, I didn't grab it. You know, I was just like, you know, it's it, they took this from a comic book, and, you know, I don't think it's going to have any longevity. And then it was like maybe the eighth episode of the first season, and that's when it got me. I was like, man, man, this is some... Norman Reedus is a great writer, and they have a, another showrunner, Angela Kang, Kang, or whatever her name is. Uh, these are some brilliant people, man. Uh, they're some brilliant writers, and they, they keep saying that they have enough material for at least another 10 years. Wow. Not supposedly, but there's also been rumor that they're about to end it and then do a live-action movie to kind of pull them all together with the guy that left two seasons ago. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah, they want to... They, they, well, because the one of the main stars from, like, season four to up until now, she just left this last season. That was Michonne. And then you have Rick, who left, you know, two seasons ago, season and a half ago. And you're right. They were supposed to do, like... Uh, they were supposed to kind of blend it all together, a white 
of where he went and uh, Michonne's supposed to show up in those live action movies to kind of give it some closure. Uh, I honestly think they only got a couple years left. I mean, because it's just it's getting drawn out. And I mean, now it, and, and, and the writers are really good because it went from because the, 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 the name, The Walking Dead, isn't the actual Walking Dead. It's the people who are alive. And they're walking dead. That's how they capture it. You know what I mean? So right. they went from they went from in the beginning being scared of the, the zombies to the zombies are like meaningless. And now it's like the other humans all fighting us, you know, to survive. And so I mean it's it's taking its core. I, I think it's great. I mean, you know, I consider it a nerd show because of the amount of time I put in watching it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh man, like I, said, I never could quite get into it. Um, just like zombie anime, I just, I just can't get in it because it, it's you've seen it too much over the years. But I understand its popularity. I get it, but I will say I think The Walking Dead probably out of any group did the best at trying to revamp the zombie and bring some freshness to it. Right. And like like Gene said about season six, they really get out of the walking dead, the zombies. It starts to become more about Negan and them fighting people. And yes. also like you were saying, Gene, like it gets to a point. I real I love Norman. I do. I think he's doing a great job on the show as an actor and a writer. But I feel like it's getting to a point where he's just trying to keep himself in a role. Because I do feel like they're dragging it on. Every time I hear, oh, Walking Dead just got picked up for another season, I'm like, geez, man. (laughs) hear about shows. Usually a show now is about seven, eight seasons. And then after that, it's it's ready to go. It's time to move on. The fact that they're just finishing season 10 11's ready to go, and they have definitely said that they're doing a 12. I'm like, geez. That's a long yeah. time. That's, and that's I, a long time. And, and I, can see people like leaving. I can see people leaving, too. You don't want to get typecast. Yeah. Well, yeah, you typecast, and you, you want to, like they did, they, you got to change up the showrunners. You got to give it another, another, another view, another vision, and I think that's what they did. And up until... Like he's like like uh, like Josh said, up until this last couple years, it's just kind of like they're reaching, they're reaching, they're reaching, they're reaching. But and I think it might have hit its pinnacle, um, and I would hate to see it go. But I mean, the ratings are telling you everything too. That the ratings are nowhere near what Not they were. Not near what they were getting back in the beginning. I mean, that was the. That and Talking Walking Dead were the two, for a while, were two, pulling some of the most ratings on Sundays. And now they're lucky Sundays to break the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. On a Sunday at that. A Sunday yeah. at that. For sure. Yeah. Um, man. Sean, what if we got on the. What else we got on the discussion plate, Sean? All right. Next up, I have a little. I was having a thought about um, Pokemon, about a return to Kanto season that could happen. One where, like, two of the badges aren't there anymore, like um, Viridian and one, another one, and we have to go to the other two that um that Gary had gotten. 
we get to revisit some some areas. What do, what do you think about that idea? I would love to see Pokemon go back to the original first season. That might actually pull me back in the show if they were to do that, because I mean they're, it's doing what every every franchise is doing now. They're trying to grab back their old viewers, their kid viewers, trying to relaunch and grab back not only us but grab our kids. So I don't like this new season of Pokemon they got going on. I don't like the animation. I think too good. I don't like the animation. I don't like how they got those lines underneath ass. Like he ain't got no sleep. Like he got sleep apnea or something. Got the little lines drawn up here, and they got the lines drawn down there. He looks weird. Um, I know it's a different, it's a different universe, so to speak. But still, I'm not crazy about it. And then I also don't understand. Up until recently, his lineup of Pokemon has never changed. Up until really recently, we starting to get some better ones. Um, they they were talking about hope. Maybe he might get Ho Oh. Now I don't see Ho Oh being captured as being a legendary, but I just ain't feeling it. Maybe if they went back to that original animation and went back to Kanto, yeah. I think I, it's I, time. I think the series been along for twenty years. I think it's time for a revamp. It's time to take it back to the original. I, I realize you can't go all the way back because now you have over a thousand Pokemon. Yep. But there's a way to bring it back to the original. Bring back Brock. Bring back Misty. Um, on top of this, have y'all heard this somewhat? And now I've been hearing those rumors for a couple of years, but there is in the, supposedly in the works a live action Pokemon movie. Supposedly. <laughs> it kind of the style of Detective Pikachu, I guess. But how old is Ash now? He's got to be. So if you go by age, he was 12 when he started back <laughs> in 95. He was 12 in 94. Ash was in his 40s. <laughs> according, to game theory, according to game theory, doing the math of like, you know, the season and stuff, he's about 26. According to that math. Though there's like a revamp or something, so and don't look at age over eleven. He don't. He don't. <laughs> he don't. That's like Pikachu though too. That 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 dude like Pikachu was already probably 10, 15 years old when he got him. Yeah, still looking, still looking the same Pikachu. That's mm-hmm. been, oh my goodness. Whew, 25, 26, boy. Still Man, it makes me feel old. <laughs> All right. Man. All right, what's next on the plate? All right, next up, I have a question. Now, we've all are into anime, so this, mm-hmm. isn't something, so this isn't something that we're used to already. But for, like, American audiences, the question is, does the main character of a movie or TV show have to be the hero? See, this is actually great for me because I am not an anime guy at all. He's not. But I, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. What? I don't think so either, per se. And I'm trying to get. Oh yeah, we lost Gene. Let me tell him thank you for coming through. Um, but I don't think so either. But he has to do something. 
huge to establish himself to be the new hero. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to do something. He has to do something huge, like really save the day. Kind of like in Dragon Ball. Um, kind of like in Dragon Ball. When he, toward the end, yeah, he won. He won the tournament and everything like that. Even though it was Goku and Frieza holding back Jiren long enough to get that ring out, but those force fields that he put up at key moments really kind of made him the MVP of that series. It had to be something along those lines. You know, mm-hmm. another character besides the main one to be the hero. To me. Right, right, right. It just, it has to be a huge, like, if it's going to be a secondary character, the act of heroicness needs to be huge. It needs to be exponential. Say yep. Sacrificing a life or something like that. Yeah, it's got to be something. It's gonna, it, it, you know, like old boy did in, in, in Dragon Ball Super. He, he was instrumental, instrumental in what happened. Yeah, while Goku and Frieza did do their thing with Jen and got him out on and got him on a ring out. Still, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have went that far. But on Super, you could make the but on Super, you could make the whole argument. Jen should have won the whole thing anyway, but. You know, that's neither here nor there. So, what we got next? All right. So, here's something that's kind of been bothering me ever since the, the second Star Trek movie. Mm. Not not this not not on Rathacon, Um, Into <laughs> Darkness. Yeah. <Come> on! <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Why does the Kelvin timeline still exist? Mm. We have the time agency that exists, and we have Spock who has two methods of time travel. So why does why would he allow it to still exist? You know what I mean? Like a, a universe where um or, where Vulcan is destroyed, mm. which would lead to a lot of messed up things in the future, considering you know Dominion War and you know the Borg and stuff. So. Like, I've always wondered, why does it still exist? Why wouldn't he have gone back in time at some point to fix it? You know what I mean? What do you guys think about that? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Plot armor? It is a really good question. Plot armor? (laughs) It's not really the plot, so... Storyline, that's that's all I can think of. I think you need to be a Star Trek writer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Shaw, he actually watched all of Picard. Um, And I haven't seen seen all that yet, so I'm definitely going to have to jump on that. Did you watch uh, the Prime Show, Shaw? Did you watch um, Picard? Yes. Yeah, he yes. watched all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've jump. seen everything Star Trek related. Wow! With, ex- with the exception of the MA series, I've only seen some of that. Mm-hmm. Not the most recent one, the original one. Yeah, right. not everybody knows that that exists. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Shaw got Jordy's visor. He's got he's got a phaser. Uh, <laughs> he got Captain Kirk's shirt. He got it all, man. He got it all. Shaw, or do you like Star Wars 2 or is it just Star Trek? I watch Star Trek. I watch Star Wars 2. 
Tak salah. Tak salah. You got the pop figure. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Picard. Let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. Kurt Picard. Oh, I was going to ask. The only transfer, Cisco. You like Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah. I'll take some issue with Deep Space Nine, but it's always going to be Kurt for me because Kurt was a pimp. Kurt, I mean, I, I, I go with Kurt just because the chat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go with him, man. You got to. And I mean, Kurt, the, 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 the way Shatner did those cadences with Kurt, like, the, I mean, it's still iconic. We have to yeah. save him. <laughs> and, and, and he didn't care if the chick was White, black, oh, alien. <laughs> he didn't care. He didn't care. He, okay. he, let's let's just say it as it is. Kurt was going where no man had gone before. Before any man was going there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, I love Captain Playboy of the Galaxy, man. I love Captain Kurt. Yep, yep. Um, he's he's. He's my boy, and then from the uh, next generation, Deanna Troy. Yeah, and then and, and then past that, I guess it's Cisco. Even though I don't like Cisco, yeah, Cisco was cool. Cisco was cool. All right, what we got next, if anything? All right, so there have been you may have noticed watching on Facebook, there have been some articles talking about how the Matrix is about. Um, trans or something, which no, the articles are about one character. Yeah, yeah, about the character Switch, who was supposed to be who the original idea was that in the Matrix she was a guy, and in real life she was a dude. I mean, a girl. Mm. That that um that when she goes in there, her perception of herself, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Main reason why they didn't do that was because. Then it would have made the Matrix be more of a liberator, and also American audience aren't exactly smart. Not back, not back then, they were. <laughs> like, like when I say that, like when I say that, I mean like the general audiences. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they they dumbed down that movie for the general audiences. You know, yeah. Are y'all excited for the fourth one? Keanu coming back for the fourth one. I'm interested. I mean, give me a trailer. We'll see. Are you bringing I mean, back? Are you bringing back? Are you bringing back your girl? Supposedly, supposedly, from what I heard, most of the entire cast is still alive. It's coming back. From supposedly what I heard, because really, I'm sorry, I can't have a uh, Matrix without Morpheus. Like that's true. That's my boy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're gonna have to hit the gym a little bit. I mean, the way you look like, you know, as Perry White, you know, definitely packing a few pounds. It's gonna have to hit the gym for a bit. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Hit me. Come on now. <laughs> I love those movies. I didn't watch those movies until like several years after they came out. I was much older. I watched all three of them in succession, and they were so good. I mean, Keanu. Keanu is Keanu. Like, 
the man can't do really bad movies. I'm really excited to see the new Bill and Ted. So. He was the man in the Matrix movie. He was the dude in Speed, too. Forget Speed. about Speed. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all the movies, Speed, Hardball, mm-hmm. Matrix, uh, gosh, there's so many more. The man just doesn't make bad movies, and he picks his movies so well. He picks movies that he just knows. Hardball is probably one of my favorite dramas of all time. Like, so emotional, so good. When the little boy dies in that movie, ah, gets me every time. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, what we got to finish up now? All right, next up. So, I've been rewatching um, Cold Geass, which is my favorite anime ever. And one thing that occurs to me is how the little things with the characters, little story stuff that maybe come up a few times in the episodes that matter a lot. Like, for instance, the Earl of Pudding. You know, that nickname that Rakshada has for um for for Lloyd. It's this it's this entry for this backstory that they don't necessarily explain, but you can kinda of tell what probably happened, you know. He, you know, ate all the pudding at us at a some events and Rakshada's got pissed at him, so she calls him that. It's this little thing writing wise that really adds a lot. Even though it was this thing that comes up like what, three, four times during the entire series? And it's not that like this bunch of stuff that they do during that series and I think it's one of the things that made that series great. What do you guys think about that? The thing, yeah, but a lot about Cole, yeah, so some of that stuff, some of the most important stuff, you don't see. This happens off screen. And I hate when they do that. I hate when they do that in all these TV shows. You saw that a lot in that one too. A lot of this stuff happens off screen. You don't freaking see it. Um, yeah, uh, it, it, that animation's not really my cup of tea. I don't know who it is. My oldest boy, he loves Code Dios. Um, but you know, yeah, we got a point. We got a point. What we got next? All right. So next we have streaming versus theaters. So <laughs> since, since the whole COVID thing, some stuff's happened. Uh, now, like again, we had um. Trolls hit um on uh, on demand instead of um theaters and that did well. Mm-hmm. Though there might be reason for that. We had um Hamilton hit on demand mm-hmm. that did very well. And now Disney is about to have um Mulan go on demand, only they're gonna charge like yeah. what twenty seven extra dollars? Thirty thirty. So you have 30, to have yeah. the subscription and then it's thirty on top of it. Yeah. I mean uh, you know what but you know what though? If the movie is there, I ain't got a problem with it. I ain't got not a problem with it. I want to see Black Widow so bad, I don't care. If I, if I got to have the subscription, plus an extra 30, 40 bucks, I don't care. I, I would do it for Scarlett Johansson in that role, because it's going to be her last time more than likely doing that role like that. You might get on a one-off. You might get her doing some voiceovers. But for the for the most part, that's gonna be her last time in that role. I'll spend 30, 40 bucks to start with go, you know, buy from buy from that and into a next endeavor. I got a problem. I got a problem streaming. This is my thing. So we bought Scoob the day it came out on streaming. 
paid the twenty dollars. It's the same amount to rent it as it is to buy it. So it's beneficial too, because then we go back and we've watched it a couple of times. My daughter likes it, she likes to watch it. I my dad said that COVID is gonna destroy the movie industry. I don't believe that. I think it's gonna change the movie industry. What COVID may destroy is movie theaters. Yeah. I don't know if movie theaters get back to where they were before COVID after all this is over. Um, theaters aren't even going to be able to open until we for sure have a vaccine, which isn't looking until March of next year. So I think, I'm sorry, and we were already headed down this direction. COVID just pushed along a little faster. Theaters have been falling in profits yearly for years. They're not making what they make. People don't go. I don't like going to sit in the movie theater. I have ADHD. It's hard for me to sit for a three hour long movie and sit still. I like watching it in my house where I can pause it, where I can go out and smoke a cigarette, where I can have whatever I want and take my breaks as I need be and not miss parts of the movie. It's also really hard for me to focus in on a movie. So if I'm sitting there for an hour and a half and I'm getting fidgety, I'm not focusing anymore. Right. So personally, I'm all for streaming. I'm fine with paying a little extra money. I do think that Disney's being a little bit much for $30. But you also have to put put it all together. If a family of four is going out to the movie to watch that, then Disney's making just off the tickets, making $40. Then the theater's making the money of all the snacks and everything. So it's justifiable in that fact that if you look at it, that you're probably going to pay for it and watch it with your family and look at it that way. Okay. If each one of you use a ticket, then it kind of breaks up in to that into the right way of how they're wanting to do it and where they're looking at and why they're charging $30 for it. On that note, I think some people are going to be, if you haven't looked into this Mulan, some people are going to be upset because it is nothing like the animated version. No idea. You're not going to have Mushu. Um, They did away with, uh, with my boy, my bisexual lover in that movie. Like they, uh, his character's gone, so it is. What character was that? Uh, God, I can Shang. Shang. Oh, Shang is not what? in it. That whole love story yeah. is not in it. What? No. Yeah, it was problematic. Yeah, it was problematic. Get really, out. what it is is to not upset China. They went back to the old, uh, uh, Chinese tale, like more of the oh. actual story. That okay. they took the movie from in the first place. Okay, so this is supposed to play more like the actual story from Chinese folklore. So it is not the movie that we all grew up watching and loving. It is not Eddie Murphy as Mushu. It doesn't have the most gorgeous man in the world to ever be in cartoons. Um, so I. I think some people are going to be disappointed. You're going to have those people who are just like, this isn't the Mulan. I know it's not Mulan, which it's not. It's not the Mulan that we all grew up with. It is the Chinese folklore story of that. 
more to, and they tried, from what I heard, they stuck really to the story this time and tried to do it right. And that's, again, they didn't whitewash it. They used Asians. They used, they tried to do it culturally relevant. Right. I don't get that though, because like Dora the Explorer, I, I heard on Dora, that Dora the Explorer live movie, you didn't have a map. How the hell you have a Dora the Explorer and not have, and not have a map? How does that work? I'm just trying to figure that one out. Yeah. It, that that's the thing that frustrates me when cartoons go to live. You you always lose one very key thing. Yep. You lose the map and Dora the Explorer. You lose Mushu and Mulan. I mean, even if you go back to Beauty and the Beast in Disney, like you lot as much as I love that movie and as much as they really added to the story with the live action, they still took out parts that we knew in the old movie. Unfortunately, when you're taking a what 90 minute cartoon movie and turning it into a two hour live action movie, yeah. things have to change, things have to go, things get added. Um, it's just how it is. Yeah, it kind of sucks, though. It kind of sucks because it ruins the. It can ruin the overall experience for some folks. It ruins it for people like us, Will, who've grown up with that show and have so much attached to it. It'd be like if they did Blue's Clues the movie and didn't have the book. You gotta add a book, man. <laughs> and the thinking chair. If they got away with those two things, it wouldn't be the same. You gotta have the book, man. Oh, my goodness. Is it true what they said about Blue that Blue was a girl? Yeah, Blue's a girl. Apparently. Apparently. Supposedly, Blue is a girl, and the pink one that they brought in is a boy. If you say so, I mean, that's what it like that, I, mean, I don't know, man. Blue, I'm sorry. Blue, when I found that out, I was like, what? Blue's not a girl. Like, Blue's a boy. What? I'm pretty sure I've heard Steve say he. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure at some point. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Anything we anything we got left, shot? I got one more thing to talk about. A little moral experiment to ask you all about, about a specific character that I I recently seen a video talking about this. So let me get your opinion on this. Have you guys seen um, Babylon 5? Some. A little bit. Yeah. All right, so in the beginning, what kind of led to the beginning, like before the station was created, humanity got into a war with a group called the Mimbari. And when they, when I say get into war, I mean they got their asses kicked to the point of almost genocide, about to be genocide, matter of fact. The Mimbari was like completely no mercy, kids, women's children. You know, if, if something surrenders, doesn't matter, still destroying. Now, on Earth, there was this doctor named Dr. Franklin, who had uh, who years ago had traveled around the galaxy or whatever, and at some point had um, examined a Mimbari. So the government came to him, asking him for his notes to try to use that to create some sort of biological weapon. He burnt his those records and decided not to, didn't want that to happen, citing um citing you know the Hippocratic oath you know 
do no harm. Question is this, was he right in doing that? Sure, he's preventing the genocide of his race, the potential genocide, I'm like, you know, it definitely would have led to it. But at the same time, his own race, humanity, are at the break of complete annihilation. So was what he did correct? What, what, what do you think? What, what was morally right there in that situation? I, I think he was right in the fact the Hippocratic Oath, when you take it as a doctor, is it, it's a big deal. And one of the biggest things is you do no harm. You are a tool to only do good. And I'm sorry, that is the keys behind being a doctor. So I think he made the right decision there in the fact that you got to abide by the oath. My job is to help life, save life, bring life, not take it away. Yeah, I got to go with that. But it's still tough. It's still tough because either way. It's one of those questions that it's a lose-lose. You just got to go with your 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 morals. And I think there's more stability on that. Yeah. He, 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 he could have been wrong in either situation. So, he is wrong in either situation. There's uh, no one side is gonna see him wrong in that, no matter what. But as a doctor, as when he became a doctor, took that oath, he knew the oath he was taking. That's still some. That's something in real life. If a doctor takes that oath and makes that oath and makes that commitment, like your job is now to help people, save people, and be there for people. So. All right, all right, so does that finish us up with everything for tonight? That's everything we got, good sir. All right, all right. Well, thank, well, thank everybody for coming in. Thank you for being here, Charles. Thank you for being here, Josh. Gene, thank you for calling in. Uh, you actually hit the the button um, to leave a mistake, so um, we'll, we'll have him back hopefully next week as well. Um, Sean, go ahead and plug your Just the League Made for America page. Yes, sir. Please join us on my Facebook page at Justice League Names of America. We do memes, we do information and news and stuff. Please join us. Josh, go ahead and hit him up with the Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast, 11 Eastern, 10 Central. You can check us out on Facebook at Paradigm Wrestling. You can check us out on YouTube at Paradigm Wrestling. Uh, Paradigm Shift Wrestling. Uh, you can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Outcast, Google, Breaker. Uh, also find us on, yeah, just where about anywhere you can find your uh, podcast, we'll be there. Find us on Anchor. Go and support us on Anchor. Uh, go like, follow, share, subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. Oh, and I have to say uh, real quick, uh, Will. Rest in peace, Kamala. He just was announced that he passed away today. Oh, man. I knew he was sick. Yeah, I had heard he wasn't doing well. Oh, my God. Yeah, he passed away today. Rest in peace, man. I know he was struggling. I know he was. I, I thought he would have got a little bit more help from the community um, in terms of the guys. Uh, particularly guys in his era. Um, 
I know he had been working with Diamond. Like that man, that man looks out for the old school wrestlers. Like that's that's what he does now. He he saved Jake the Snake. He saved you were talking about Scott Hall. He saved Scott Hall, saved Kevin Nash. Yeah. So I know he was trying, but I mean Kamala, you also gotta figure he's in his seventies. That's true. Uh, he's always been overweight. And he's also a big dude. That's true. He, he was always a big dude. So, and like I said, he's been in a lot of pain. Lot, he hadn't been doing well for several months. So, um, I know that was one of your favorites growing up, too. He was. He was. He, I still think he got shafted when he fought against The Undertaker in terms of money. That man got, <laughs> Undertaker made millions off that match. That man made $20,000. What the heck? <laughs> That's just jacked up, man. Bitch, you wrong for that, man. You wrong for that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Rest in peace, Kamala. Rest in peace. Um, yes, Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Uh Wednesday nights, eleven PM Eastern. Um, I'll be there. Josh will be there. Gene, Rob. Um, just announced for this week's show, Angel Medina returns. There we go. King and the Kingpin returns to the Paradigm Shift. And as of September 5th, we are changing time slots. We are moving to 9 Central, 10 Eastern. So make sure and check us out. Check out the Aces of Aids tournament. I have already been eliminated. Josh. That's what I get for going with young guys, dude. Oh, man. Uh, you, you, the, whole, the whole thing with the tournament, we chose our favorite people. So you chose your favorite. So, you know. It's messed up, though, man. It's messed up. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who pulls it out. I'm I'm, I'm hoping one of y'all can upset Rob. So. I might be next. I only got four people. I only got four people. Rob only lost his girl, bro. That's the only match that dude lost, and that is because it was facing himself, and he chose. Yeah, he chose it. Yeah. I might be next. I only got four people left. So I might be next. <laughs> I might be next. All right, guys. Definitely need to follow Saturday Night Nirvana on Facebook. We stream right now Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we stream everywhere. We stream Facebook. We stream Periscope. Um, I also start a YouTube channel. We'll bring this show up on YouTube as our first YouTube episode. So we'll be on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. I haven't done anything on Twitch yet, but eventually I'll get there. Um I don't think I have the equipment. Yeah, I do. Um, I got equipment around Twitch, so do something. Me and Shaw do something. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, do some gameplays or something like that on Twitch. I don't know. Um, but we'll definitely be over there. Um, and that's pretty much going to be about it. Anything else, you guys, before we jump out? All good. All good. Yeah. Check out the Paradigm Shift. Rest in peace, Kamala. That's all I got. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. We'll be back again next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern to do another live stream, do another show. Uh, also, follow us on all podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, um, and all those fine places. Thank you, gentlemen, and I'll see you guys again next week.